actually a wonderful honor to have been invited by the Nelson Mandela Foundation to exhibit my work that was taken during the late 80s. It's a collective exhibition. Most of the photographers were part of Afrobix, which was a photographic agency which operated during the 80s and 90s. There were a few women who were photographing during that uh, period. It's come at a good time where we have Women's Month and the Heritage Month to look at where we were and where we've come to. The exhibition is entitled Between States of Emergency, which was mm-hmm. a time of intense resistance and suppression for our country. Photographers like yourself played a significant role in exposing apartheid atrocities. Why is this exhibition held during Heritage Month? It's, it's to show where we were. The state of emergency was probably a hundred times worse, where the media was suppressed, you know, any kind of activity was suppressed. And I think the organizers also looked at honoring the work that was done by independent photographers. Because at that stage, because it was a state of emergency, the actual mainstream media were barred from covering any sort of disturbances or uh, activities, rather, in the, whether it was the townships or trade union or any political activity. And so this is why a role that the independent photographers like myself and many, many others who form part of uh, Afropix, you know, they played an important part. And that's when actually the alternative press started. Because the mainstream media were prohibited, the alternative press actually started publishing photographs of these activities. And it was actually quite tense, you know, going to the township during the state of emergency, you had the police and the armed forces who were now patrolling. And if you were caught, then you were thrown into prison. You know, there were no questions asked. Considering that such times were well before the birth of social media, when photography was a serious form which captured various hardships during the apartheid era, is photography still a relatively powerful tool of documenting our current struggles? Yes, photography definitely is. I mean, if you look at news for that matter, it may not be photography, but even if you look at the videos that were taken of uh, whether it's the police atrocity that have been recently covered. Where does video come from? Video comes from the still photograph, and it just means a moving image. With social media, I think photography and the video image has a great part to play. When it comes to photography, what's the one thing you can emphasize to young photographers? Something that they must always remember when documenting their stories. I think you have to be quite empathetic to the situation. You have to take a documented, you have to be an eyewitness. But you also have to be empathetic to the situation and to respect what the person is going through. And privacy is very, very important. So if somebody says to you, you know, please don't take my picture, then you have to respect that person.